0: In this episode, Dangerous India, Stay or Go, and How to Be Better Off. This is the 1010 Life Podcast. Live to the full in body, beliefs, and business. Here's your host, Paul B. Evans. A few years ago in India, myself and several other missionaries, even though we were not there full time. We're in a small city in India staying with our good friend, Reggie. Well, we had all sorts of jet lag, staying up just about all night, could not get our bodies to to regulate. And so about 3 a.m., my buddy David decided to go out for a run. He said, I've just got too much energy. I need to go run it off. I'll be exhausted. I'll be fine. Now, we didn't think anything about the door to the home, being made of iron, and an iron bar blocking the door, and every window having bars on them. He went out and ran. I went up to sleep. Sometime later, I don't think it was too long, I heard a knock on my door. I opened it up, and Reggie was standing there with a machete, which I was terrified of. (laughs) What in the world have I gotten myself into? He said, where's David? Where's David? I said, he went out running. He said, he will be killed. You stay here. Well, That's all I needed to hear was that it was dangerous outside, safe inside, and I was going to stay put, which I did. And don't worry about David. He actually got rescued, was not in any danger that he knew of, though he said he did have to run run a little bit quick a couple of times. But for the most part, he was totally okay. But it was awesome to have Reggie looking out for us. It made a big difference because we didn't know the city. We didn't know the dangers. We didn't know what to look out for, but he did. In Philippians 1, Paul is basically saying that to his people. When he's making this decision about does he stay or does he go, what should he do? He's trying to decide what he needs to actually do as far as staying on the earth or going and being with the Lord. So he says in verse 21, for me to live as Christ, to die as gain. We quote that all the time, right? If I'm to go on living in the body, this will mean a fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I don't know. I'm torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but it's more necessary that for you I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain, and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that through my being with you again, your boasting in Christ will abound on account of me. So Paul's wrestling with the decision, do I go and be with the Lord, do I stay here? And he knows that if he stays, that they will be better off, that his presence, verse 21, is actually for Christ to be alive. In other words, he says, check me out. I'm going to live the way Christ would live. Sometimes I think about people coming up and saying, you know, tell me about Christ. And what if we could say, why don't you watch me for a week? And then you tell me about Christ. That would be pretty strong, right? So Paul is saying for me to be alive is Christ to be alive. And so it's better off that I stay. One of the major goals of our life should be very simply, to make others better off? How do I make sure that other people, when they see me coming, they're excited that I'm coming? When they see that it's my number on the telephone, when the caller ID comes up, that they are excited to talk to me? How many people, when we see caller ID strike or a text strike or an email come in from them, are we thinking, oh, great, I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to have to text them back. I don't want to have to email them back. I'm going to act like I didn't even get the email. We do that because some people are draining. They don't make us better off. They make us feel worse off or they feel like a burden. And we can get into all the arguments about how we should serve each person and accept them just as they are. But as human beings, you know that some people exhaust us. Why don't we not be that person? Why don't we be the people that invigorate others and make them excited to see us? There's an, it's kind of a, a, a thing that's taught a pretty good bit and or believed in the spiritual circles, things along the lines of, you know, I can worship God anywhere that I want to and I can do that at home and I don't have to be a member of a church and I don't have to be a member of a Bible study or a small group. No, you don't have to be unless you want to make a difference, unless you're going to follow the call. It's not about church attendance. It's not about attending a Bible study or being part of a small group. It's about the value that you bring. It's about making other people better off. And that you not being there makes the group worse. That's what it's really supposed to be about. You not being there makes the church weaker. Because we should have this same attitude of the Apostle Paul that says, It's necessary that I'm here. It's necessary that I'm going to continue with you. For your progress and joy in the faith. So that's the reason that we stay. That's the reason that we attend. That's the reason that we get involved. Is not so we necessarily get anything from it. But we give, we give, we give. So we make other people better off. In fact, we should be able to say to other people, to others, to our friends, our family, our, our church family, you're better off because of me not in an arrogant way, but that's what Paul's saying here, right? You guys are better off because of me. Now, how was he able to say that? Well, in chapter two, he talks a lot about what it means to have the mind of Christ. In chapter three, he talks about getting rid of all earthly things and counting them as loss, as nothing, so that he could gain the knowledge and the participation in the resurrection of Christ. And then we go over to chapter four. So chapters Chapter 1 is you're better off because of me. Chapter 2 and 3 is why we're better off because uh, others are better off because we're believers. And then finally in chapter 4, he turns the tables a little bit. There's a passage here in chapter 4 that we love to quote, and that's Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. This is kind of the great solo verse. It's the verse that says I don't need anybody. I can do this all myself. If it's just me and God, we got this. We can do all of this. So it tends to make believers have this feeling of this is all I need. And in one regard, that's true. That if nobody else is there, if nobody else is supporting, if no one else is there to lean on, I can do all things through Christ. And so Paul covers that. He says, I'm not saying, verse 11, I'm not saying this because I'm in need. I've learned to be content, whatever my circumstances. Verse 12, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it's like to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Verse 14, we often skip. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, I set out from Macedonia, and not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. So Paul says I can do all things, but it's more if I've got to. It was good of you to share in my troubles is what he says in verse 14. He's grateful. In chapter 1 he says, you're better off because of me. In chapter 4 he says, I'm better off because of of you. So we need to live our lives in a way that says church family, friends, coworkers. you're better off because I'm here. I'm bringing value to the situation. I'm going drain the situation. I'm infusing it with holiness and goodness and godliness. But on the opposite side, I can't act like I'm this great soloist that can do everything. I need other people we need each other so that we can serve and make others better, and we need each other so that they can serve and make us better off. So we make others better off, and others make us better off. So today, I want you to think a little bit about who you're making better off, and you can literally say, you're better off because of me. And then make a list of those people and reach out to them that you can literally say, I'm better off because of you. Write them a thank you note. Give them a call today. Let them know that you're better off because of them. We see those great bookends in Philippians. Paul says in chapter one, you're better off because of me. He says in chapter four, I'm better off because of you. Let's make a difference in the world today. Let's live that 1010 life in body, beliefs, and business. Visit us online, www.the1010.life. As always, live full.